0: Welcome to Tax Talk, where we, t- we, where we explore tax issues in the digital world. This is your host, Keith Mansa. Today, we are exploring the tax consequences of monetizing your YouTube channel or other content on other digital platforms. First off, I would like to give some context on this topic. As a father of a five-year-old, I would like to say, please forgive me for having my son being plastered in front of a TV screen watching YouTube. Um, since he was able to crawl, you know, he was always constantly watching different YouTube channels, you know, zombies, superheroes, transformers, you, you name it. But it was this one channel that kind of sparked my eye was this little kid named Ryan, who has his own, uh, channel called Ryan's toy review. And I found out he was making $26 million a year. Um, ever since then, I was like, I, I'm like, I have to research this and learn more about it. Um, I found out about more content creators like PewDiePie, Lisa Koshi, and Mr. Beast. Um, So I reached out to two tax experts, Jenna Carlisle and Samantha Dale. Um, Before we bring on our guests, I would like to thank our sponsors, Auburn University and Cookout. Um, So first off, um, what is YouTube? So Jenna, can you give us a little background on YouTube for anyone who is new to to this platform and interested in creating a YouTube channel?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So YouTube is a social media platform created in 2005. What separated YouTube from its predecessors is its video sharing capabilities. This was the first time in history where everyday individuals could broadcast themselves to the world. It was later bought by Google in 2011, and it's one of the largest online communities. While YouTube's earlier roots were for entertainment hobbies, it's grown to become a space where anyone could earn income.
0: Nice, nice. Um, so in order to understand the, like the tax implications for creating content, uh, con- uh, content, content, the viewer needs to understand the income process. So Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about how creators can um, earn income from their content on their channel?
2: Sure, the main source of revenue content creators receive from YouTube is royalties via ad revenue. Both independent musicians and record label companies with huge name artists publish their songs and other content on YouTube. It's not just music as many other individuals and businesses publish a wide variety of content as well. However, all content isn't created equal when it comes to monetization. In order for a channel or video on YouTube to become monetized, it needs to have ads. YouTube provides guidelines and even a program to help creators become monetized. The program is called YouTube Partner Program. The eligibility requirements for monetization include Follow YouTube monetization policies, live in a country region where the YouTube partner program is available, have no strikes on your channel, have more than 4,000 public hours watched on your channel, have at least 1,000 subscribers to your channel, and have a linked Google Access account.
0: there Are there any other ways that creators can earn income from content?
2: There are. Channel memberships, members of the channel make recurring monthly payments for special perks. There's merch shelf, fans can browse and purchase official branded merchandise that is showcased on the creator's pages. There's super chat and super stickers, where fans pay to have their messages highlighted in chat streams. YouTube premium revenue, where part of YouTube premium subscribers subscription fee um, when they watch co- your content and then there are short bonuses, the YouTube shorts fund is a hundred million dollars fund to reward creators for their dedication to making creative original shorts that delight the YouTube community.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, so Jenna, like now that we know how, how to earn income by monetizing, uh, YouTube channels, uh, what are the tax consequences?
1: Yeah, so as, as Samantha mentioned, the main source of income is royalties from ad revenue. But IRC section 61A6 confirms royalties is an example of GERS income content creators can earn. There's a lot more to consider, though. The product that a YouTuber creates is called a creative digital asset. According to portfolio 8153, creative digital assets are digital assets that fall into one of the following broad categories. One, creative works where the medium is digital, and two, creative works stored through a digital assets management system. Creative digital assets are subject to normal income tax rules. However, it must be first distinguished whether or not the YouTuber is pursuing their activity as a hobby or not. As a general rule, IRC section 183 states that activities not engaged in for profit cannot have any attributable deductions. Therefore, in general, if the YouTuber is engaged in creating content for the purposes of it being a hobby, any related expenses cannot be deducted. However, if the YouTuber meets the qualifications for engaging in for profit, then they would be subject to the normal tax deduction rules for regular income, if it is considered a normal and necessary expense according to IRC Section 162A. Yes,
2: and Treasury Regulations 1. 183-2 provides a list of factors that should be considered to determine if the activity is a hobby or a, bu- a business. It is important for all creators to understand how to apply these factors to their individual scenarios. First is the manner in which the taxpayer carries on the activity. Second is the exper- expertise of the taxpayer or his advisors. Third, the time and effort expended by the taxpayer in carrying on the activity. Fourth, expectation that the assets used in the activity may appreciate in value. Fifth, the success of the taxpayer in carrying on other similar or dissimilar activities. Sixth, the taxpayer's history of income or losses with respect to the activity. Seven, the amount of occasional profits, if any, which are earned eight, the financial status of the taxpayer, and nine, elements of personal pleasure or recreation. All of these factors should be considered, but in my opinion, the most important factors to distinguish between a hobby and a business for a content creator are the manner in which the taxpayer carries on the activity, the expertise of the taxpayer, the time and effort expended by the taxpayer in carrying on the activity, and the elements of personal pleasure or recreation.
0: So let's assume for a minute that the content creator's activity is classified as a trader business. Are there any other tax issues they need to be aware of?
1: Yes. Taxpayers who satisfy the trader business requirement must classify their income as net earnings from self-employment according to IRC section 1402. This section states that net earnings from self-employment includes the gross income derived by an individual from any trader business carried on by such an individual. Less the deductions allowed, which are attributable to such trade or business.
0: Jenna, you bring up deductions. So like, you know, hear me out. I've I curiously lived through some of these travel bloggers who get paid to explore the world. What travel expenses can content creators deduct if their production of income is considered for profit?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So IRC section, 2.12.1 Two twelve one states that there shall be deductions of expenses that are considered ordinary and necessary in the pursuit of income. To add on, the IRS says that in topic number 5.11, the most important consideration when determining expenses as business-related is the length of time you spend at the new location. An independent film director from Chicago vlogging about her three-month experience filming in Topeka, Kansas, has a better chance of deducting her travel expenses Compared to a photographer booking a 40 minute first class flight and luxury hotel for a close friend's wedding photo shoot.
0: Mm. Um, so, Samantha, is, is the income earned from monetization reported to the IRS?
2: Yes, all monetizing creators are required to provide YouTube with their tax information in order for YouTube to fill its reporting withholding requirements. YouTube is obligated under IRC section 6041 to report to the IRS when the YouTube creator has earnings. For years starting January 1st, 2020, this information is reported on form 1099 NEC.
0: Mm. So, you know, this is like my, you know, I've been doing this, you know, podcast for a while and, you know, YouTube, you know, being a worldwide platform, um, you know, I really talk about like US and, you know, like in our country type of uh, tax laws, but Um, Are there any additional tax issues for international creators who earn money from U.S. viewers?
1: Yes, actually. So for international creators, YouTube is required under sections 1441 and 3406 to withhold taxes on earnings from viewers in the U.S. The rate of withholding on earnings is 0 to 30 percent, depending on whether the creator's resident country has a tax treaty relationship with the U.S., and whether the creator is a business entity or an individual. If the creator does not supply their tax information, YouTube will automatically withhold the maximum 30% on all income, not just the earnings from US viewers.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, um, I mean, you've you, you, you given up me and, 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 and like basically all my you know followers, a lot to think about today. You know, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, on behalf of jenna samantha and myself uh, we would like to thank you for turning um tuning in to today's episode of tax talk uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of your day and look forward to hearing hear from all you guys um on the next podcast thank you